ready, adventurers. It's time for three harrowing tales of Terror at Sea. Horrifying, terrifying engagements with the ocean. That's right. <laughs> Parties who were faced with the perilous waves of the sea. What what scary things lie in store, laid in store, happen to them. We'll find out in Terror at Sea. We begin our first interview with Marley and Cameron. These two husband and wife, uh, people who are married, were our professional surfers. They met in a, the world, but <laughs> fate would take a horrible turn. What brought them together would soon make them face utter peril. Let's check in with Marley and Cameron. Um, yeah, my name is, uh, my name is Cameron Chi, and, uh, I was, uh, and, uh, yeah, we met in the world as, uh, as, as some people have, um, you know, you, you never, you never expect it's going to happen to you. Uh, <laughs> yes, and, uh, you know, Cameron and I, uh, we were both on professional surfing circuit for several years, and, and, uh, well, we just hit it off right away. We, I think it was, uh, I think it was India where we met. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, you know, I was uh, I was over from uh, from California, and I had just uh, I had just bleaked myself. I just got real bleak. Uh, and I saw him. <laughs> yeah, she was she was watching, and it was kind of hot. You know. And remember remember that romantic uh, night when you first told me your feelings. Uh, not really. You know, that night I was. Uh... <laughs> um, but uh, you know. Those first days when we were really getting to know each other, you know, uh, I loved the way he ra ran his <laughs> microphone into a friend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was a friend at the time. He's no longer a friend, obviously. Yeah, it, I it mean, really put a strain on their relationship. It did. This is, by the way, this is a great conversation to have in a show called Terror at Sea. Well, this is just the big story, and here we, we met each other when we were surfing, uh, you know, and... After we were dating for a while, yeah, I really wanted to take him back to where I grew up, uh, around Byron Bay in New South Wales. It's just a wonderful place to surf, and, and there's never any uh, oogies uh, in the water. <laughs> I looked. I couldn't find <laughs> I swear I never found one. You know, and, you know, she promised that I was going to love it there. I always wanted to surf, you know, down to the Gold Coast of uh, Australia. But You know, the, the most dangerous thing we'd ever seen uh, at the beach was a uh, it was an outhouse. <laughs> it was just floating there in the water. I mean, it's not as dangerous as it is just uh, repulsive. Uh, yeah, and there was a seal using it. <laughs> which, in a way, is much nicer than what they usually do, which is just crap at high speeds as they're swimming, <laughs> you know. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, se dust. seals probably don't, like, stop swimming to shit, do they? They probably just sort of keep swimming along. That seems kind of nice, actually. Yeah, you know, and, and you know, the, the, there was never really any any danger in, in uh, Byron Bay. It's just a lovely place. It's, it's really very idyllic. And except so really except wanted... that every animal there either is trying to rip you to shreds or poison you. <laughs> um, other yeah, than that, know, no, da no real dangers, no. No, you know, there, there, there was never really any, any reason to 
I didn't think to be afraid. I mean, one one time I was swimming in Byron Bay uh, as a young girl, and my aunt, aunt squeezed, squeezed her own fr- uh, friendliness right out of her body. <laughs> I've met her. She's terribly unfriendly now. I mean, <laughs> she did that thing permanent, you know. Yeah, and I mean, you know, I mean, growing up in uh, in in Southern California, you know, I mean, there's we, you always see all all sorts of dangerous marine life. One time, I saw a funch out there. Um, and what does that tell him? You know, I'm not familiar with the marine life of California. What's a funch, darling? Oh yeah, um, a, a funch is like um, it's like if a fish uh, had arms and legs, uh, but no fish face. Uh, <laughs> And so, like, it, it looks kind of like another person. <laughs> well, you know, another, one of the creatures I really wanted to show um, Cameron when he came to, to Byron Bay is uh, there's a, a special species of man <laughs> that uh, hangs around uh, this beach. He, he's yeah, got a I, wasn't a, I wasn't that into this, by the way. <laughs> He's not an irregular man. He uh, he has a three feet uh, protection device. <laughs> I guess a shoe you'd call it. You you would you would call it that. And, and so uh, pretty you know pretty excited about seeing that, aren't you? Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'll probably I'll probably like hang around the hotel. We'll we'll look at him tomorrow. We'll meet him tomorrow. Um, no, but you know, there's all kinds of, of cool wildlife down here in Australia. I mean, I was really excited to to meet a steam turtle. Uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, if you go early in the morning, you can see a rare rat closet fish. <laughs> Good save. <laughs> Yeah, just check it on the end there, and everything's all right. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, it's just like what I really love about Australia is like, you know, you could just go into any restaurant, you can just uh, just pet a ram uh, <laughs> if one's there and friendly. Uh, yeah, probably not gonna be that way, but <laughs> but if it was, you could. Uh, <laughs> Just, just, I guess, like anywhere. If that were true, it would be true, you know? Marley and Cameron, two people who truly love each other. They were enjoying the uh, moonlight of their relationship. When? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honeymoon. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate the moonlight of our relationship, but... <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't say I think about it that much. I don't know. I can't think too well. <laughs> but these two were sli- sli- sliding through the enjoyment of each other. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this is not... That's a weird, I, I'm not weird, doing too well. Weird way to say that, but... <laughs> <laughs> but these two lovebirds would soon have a thing... <laughs> would soon have an episode that would stir them to their very core. <laughs> that is how you say it. Don't... Come on. 
That's, I, I'm just laughing at something I thought about earlier. Uh, Thank you. Uh, I was, I was, I was that you stirred me to my core, man. <laughs> that was very well done, there, right? I don't let him bother you. Very oh, professional. Oh, it's, it's so nice that you're on his side. <laughs> well, she's obviously knows a good narrator when she hears it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, it was, um, it was early one morning, it was, uh, it was February, and, uh, you know, of course, that's summer here, and it was just absolutely very already warm, and, uh, it was going to be a beautiful day of surfing, the, the weather report said, uh, that there was going to be wonderful waves. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, you, you, as this hobby is, uh, hobby, you can't call it that if you do it, because then... <laughs> That's sort of a giveaway of how dumb it is. No. This lifestyle is uh, really based on, uh, it's based on luck. You never know when you're going to get a good day of waves or when you're just going to slap chili onto your waist and, uh, and try you to make... You know if you're going to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. You don't give yourself any warning at all? No, never know. You never know. You know, like some mornings you just wake up, you just caked on there. You just are like, wow, I guess I did it. In my sleep on eBay. What? <laughs> you act surprised that you said something stupid. <laughs> it was like that. It was almost. It was just as if I had said something stupid. Well, Kim and I, uh, we got to the uh, we got to the beach and we were very excited. We put on our wetsuits and we practiced a well, an old Australian ritual that uh, we always love to do before a dire surf. And we took a rake, rake and sweetened it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so charming, this charming tradition. Yeah, and uh, we, there's also sort of an, an element of it that's uh, from an Aboriginal uh, ritual. You take a, mo uh, a moose uh, by its fa family, and uh, <laughs> you, just you, 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 you grab it right hostage. by the uncle, you know. <laughs> no, you hold its family hostage, and you try to force the moose to, co to coast uh, to Lisbon, Portugal. It's not easy. I mean, they don't want to go there, you know. I mean, I don't know if you know this. Uh, the, the the legal situation for moose in Lisbon, Portugal, is uh, very tenuous. Uh, they're they're they've been out they've been outlawed uh, since the 90s, and uh, uh, you could if you're caught with a moose in uh, Lisbon, Portugal, you can be given uh, you be given d dangerous toast. Um, <laughs> and you never see that if you go to Lisbon, you never see moose there ever. No. No, and since you don't go there, you can't prove that this isn't true. <laughs> How do you know, Kim, that no one out there watching this it goes to Portugal? No one's ever been there. No, that's, <laughs> this is well known. Portugal is, Portugal's greatest export is not having people come to it. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like what my grandma used to say. She used to look out at the ocean every morning and say, Get, get my candle, you little jack-off. <laughs> she was well, real mad about that candle. What and, was the uh, candle for, though, love? <laughs> well, I mean, what, what kind of question is that? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> what, what, what is any candle for? Oh, you know? well, I thought she had it. I mean... I thought she had a special, you know, use for it. It, it seemed to have a special meaning to her. <laughs> well, she was real mad about it. I mean, like, I don't know. 
I don't know if she had any. It said my candle. I thought it was like, you know, grandma's candle. It was like a prop. It doesn't sound like she was just going to burn it. Well, she did uh, She did have a, a, a one-woman show called Grandma's Candle that she did for, <laughs> for now, did, since grandma, she was a little girl for some reason, when before long, like 40 years before she was a grandma. Now, uh, your grandmother, she was, uh, she was famous for re- uh, raping uh, before she sewed. Yeah, most people do it after because they're just in the mood after sewing, of course. Uh, but not not grandma. She was uh, she liked to plan ahead. Why? What? Oh, no. No, no, it sure isn't. Sure isn't, and probably won't be a part of the episode. So. Kim and I, we, we caught a couple of wives, you know, and it, it, we were starting to warm up a little bit. We, and it, was, uh, it was just wonderful. It wasn't the surf great that morning, Kim. Oh, it was, uh, it was honestly, you know, it was one of the best surf days of my life, as I recall. I mean, we were catching, uh, catching good eight-foot peaks time and time again. But, you know, there was just a moment when all of a sudden we realized we were the only two surfers out there. You know, it was yes, uh, and even even experienced surfers. You know, we really don't like uh, like it when uh, we don't have a lot of uh, people around. It's always good to know that there, there might be someone there if there's any measure of danger. I remember it's good. It's good to share the danger with other people. Like you want <laughs> you want to make sure that you're not the only idiot who's going to die. You know? Well, you know, for example, uh, you know, there was an instant uh, a couple of years ago when uh, I framed uh, my piano teacher for assault. <laughs> it was airtight, too. It was kind of a beautiful move, you know. <laughs> then something happened. Something seemed to shift. Something in the water. We sensed something, didn't we, Kim? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, when you when you surf long enough, I mean, you certainly see sharks, uh, you know, every once in a while. Sometimes they'll get a little curious. Uh, some Sometimes they'll sniff your ass. Uh <laughs> Uh, just to see what it's all about. And to be honest, I don't know what it's all about back there because can, I can't reach. You know, I can't reach to sniff my own, you know. Yes, and um, I just I remember looking back. Do you want to uh, talk more about sniffing your own ass before you <laughs> before we move on or no? I think I might be ready to sort of travel on from that. But I don't I know if you are, but okay. I mean, whatever. I remember looking back and, and paddling hard for a nice 10-footer and I saw there deep in the wave, I saw a shadow. It was big enough that I thought it was a whale's big friend, Arthur. <laughs> yes, and, you know, I, I heard, the moment I saw it, I heard Kim shout to me. I couldn't hear what he said because I didn't, I, I didn't take the wave and, and, the, uh, and it kept over me. What I and, said was, you should watch Deadwood. It's really good. <laughs> But Kim, didn't you see the shark? Oh yeah, no, I just I want I, I was sure you were about to die, and so I just thought I, I got to get in one more endorsement of this show one time just to make sure you really know that you should have watched that show. Yeah, you know I, I've told you this before, Kim. I don't think you understand the concept of bucket list. You don't like try <laughs> to do things right as you're dying. Well, but that's no. I, uh, one of my favorite uh, books is uh, uh, 1,000 Movies to See Right Before You Die. <laughs> I looked over at Kim, and, uh, and the look of, of horror on his face, 
was just amazing. And, and I knew the shack was right behind me. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, he was wearing a jacket, you know. <laughs> pulled up real high so you didn't know it was him. But I knew it was him. You know, yes, I could him. tell. And, I, and I, I kept calling out to, to, to Marley, and I kept calling out, and I kept saying, yeah, don't, don't uh, eat uh, lunch before I do, because I don't like that. <laughs> See, you know, Kim is a real stickler for eating together. He always wants me to wait for him. But, you know, I always knew from growing up in Australia, you know, Australians always know, one thing that you must do, to brace yourself for a shark attack is to cl- clown around with por- with porch master, the uh, the master of all porches. <laughs> yeah, they have a sort of a strange religion system down here, um, <laughs> where they, they 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 believe in uh, you know just like regular like regular God, and then they have just a God for porches. <laughs> and it might not seem it may seem counterintuitive to to do that when you're about to get bitten by a shark, but that's what we do. <laughs> look, look, they get bit by sharks more than anybody. They know what to do. You know, you can't... <laughs> yeah, don't try and tell us what to do. Yeah, and, and don't suggest why not not to have that happen. Because <laughs> that's just yeah, silly. Yeah. You know, it's... And then, then tell them what happened, Cam. Well, so uh, I, I, just, I, I just said, whatever you do, don't look back. Just dive forward and just start swimming toward me. Mm-hmm. But the shark, he 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 got his lips around her la- laser beams, mm-hmm. <laughs> which uh, she has uh, attached to her board, uh, just to fry any fish in front of her, <laughs> uh, in case she's hungry on the on the ride in. Yes, and that's a that's a, an adjustment I made recently because I found that I. You know, it bans a lot of calories when you're surfing, and sometimes you just want to reach out and eat whatever's there. <laughs> but you have to make sure it's dead and, and cooked is good too. So uh, I made this adjustment to my board. I also I had implanted in my board, not knowing I would ever need it, a, ga- a Gandalf uh, bust of Gandalf the wizard. <laughs> you didn't know if you were going to need it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought probably. Yeah. Well, I didn't know for sure. <laughs> and and there was no way you could know for what, you know. <laughs> I mean, like you you know, like is the shark a fan? Does the shark think nerd culture is really stupid? You know. <laughs> and even if you love nerd culture, would a bust of Gandalf really be what anyone wants? I mean. <laughs> and it really it, it really cuts the it makes the surfboard a lot less. Uh, you know, aquadynamic, really. <laughs> oh, I never even heard of that word. Is that a word? Uh, I don't know. Seems like it should be. Yeah, seems, seems like I'm on the right track with it, doesn't it? Yeah, and it also seems like uh, like if you drop an orchestra machine from uh, Taylor's airplane, <laughs> it'll, flee, it'll, it'll flee circus itself by the time it hits the ground. An orchestra machine? You mean like a radio? <laughs> uh, maybe, uh, but with like a fiddle uh, taped to it. All right. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> now the shark. Thank, thank, thank you, master of yes and. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I mentally moved on from that joke. Anyway, um, the shark at that point did something neither of us expected. 
Find out. Find out what <laughs> happens then in the next few moments of terror at sea. Yeah, I don't know why that guy interrupted your story. Um, <laughs> you know, you were just like... I think he wanted to have a commercial. Oh. oh. Well, then why did he say, find out what happens next in the next few moments? It doesn't make any... He didn't say that. <laughs> well, wait a minute. That's right, I didn't. You should listen better. Man, listen you... to your wife. She knows my work. <laughs> you guys are... You I got... just appreciate, you know, really good narrators. I think he's doing a fine job. But we, but we can't hear him. We don't know that he exists. No. No, we don't. <laughs> no. We will pause in this harrowing story of death and, and uh, things that could have happened at sea for this commercial announcement. Death and other death and injuries <laughs> and also just relaxing. I'll take it back. He sucks. He's <laughs> really off his game tonight. Maybe he's got a cold or something. No, no, that doesn't happen. Are you scared of harm? <laughs> well, <laughs> here at House of Looking Out uh, for things that could happen, we teach you how to beware. That's right. We can teach you how to lo lose uh, a, a hose that you thought you knew where it was in your garage. We can teach you how to fl uh, fling a fish far enough away that no one will think you have to eat it. <laughs> That's right. These are just a few things that will make you beware. Also, if you have a coupon for row uh, rowdiness, <laughs> then uh, just hand it to anyone and say, I'd like to redeem this. And they'll be like, what? <laughs> and then just cold cock them. <laughs> Just, just throw them up against a wall. Yeah, be rowdy. <laughs> because... Get into some horseplay, which is not a thing that anyone has ever done. <laughs> but being aware is what it's all about, right, uh, Trish? Sure, and also I think horseplay involves giant horse dicks, and that's why <laughs> I think we shouldn't tell children to even think about that. No, no, horseplay is a real thing. It's just, you know, being rambunctious. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, too. I'm saying. I think I think sometimes when horses get rambunctious, they're just real horny. <laughs> they just fuck each other. <laughs> We're grown men, you know. That'd be weird if, like, two dude horses try to fuck each other and, and they're, like, poking each other's with their dicks, they each other's dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and like one is, is lying on his back. Yeah, no, I, I gotcha. I gotcha. <laughs> ten, ten four, good buddy. I got. I got. I got, got, got you got the, a good copy on that? <laughs> good copy. No need for any further uh, uh, description. Of, and their dicks are like going yeah. poke, poke. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> hey, you think you think a horse ever looks at a camel and is like, I could try that. Like I could, <laughs> I could get with that thing, and it would be like I wouldn't show my friends that I was dating her. But I mean, I could get into that. <laughs> sure, Trish. But you know, when it comes to being aware, 
We here at the Big Awareness Barn, Beware Barn, we want to make you beware of things that maybe are dangerous to you, but you haven't recognized it yet. Like this, I animal crow. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, this meatloaf owl. Uh, it's coming for you, and if you're not aware of it, you should call us to become more aware of it. And be aware of your suitcases, because they're trying to fry your friends. <laughs> That's right. Now, come on down to the big barn that has squirt, squirt uh, paste on it. Oh, Jesus and, Christ. <laughs> and we'll give you this red, red clone of yourself. Do you think a camel ever fucked a ram? Oh, uh, well, you know, sometimes if they, you know, those petting zoos aren't really well maintained. <laughs> you think it's an administrative problem to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know. Somebody uh, fell asleep at the switch, you're saying. Well, it's just, you know, if you're cleaning one cage and you need to, like, put them together for a while, <laughs> then, uh, you know, things will tend to fuck each other. I think Alexander Hamilton said that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the, yeah, that that is that. <laughs> that is the uh, story that was told just now. And and if you call now, you can be aware of that even more than you already now are. That is so true. So call now. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like you weren't sure when they should call. <laughs> well, Seems like you sort I'm of not, settled for that, but I'm like not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not feeling too well. Um, so focus a hand, uh, a hand washing uh, <laughs> material on your grow gross pouch protection unit. <laughs> yeah, give a rocket propelled grenade to Grover the Muppet. <laughs> See what he that can would do. Be, that would be funny. <laughs> 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 that would be a solid comedy bit, I think. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> but Trish and I want to encourage you to come to the Beware Barn, where you can lie to fo to Folio, <laughs> <laughs> the man that lives in a Manila folder. And, and the first 53 customers should arrive. Why would the first 53 of anything ever be the prize winners? <laughs> the first 53 customers who arrive will be allowed to sit in a big cupcake that we make. <laughs> <laughs> Come down, folks. <laughs> Turn to our story in progress. When we left uh, this, when now you can see the final conclusion of the story of Marley and Cameron and their death defying brush with a monster of the deep. You know, I was, uh, I was absolutely petrified and I felt my muscles stiffening up, and, and just at that moment, I felt the jaws of this tremendous shock. A latch onto my nanny. <laughs> it was just pure luck she was there. Uh, yes, I didn't even realize that she was sniffing with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hadn't seen her since you were a little kid when she was, you know, employed to watch you. 
It was weird, kind of weird that she was following you around still, actually. Well, she was actually on my board. You know, the first few waves I sipped, she was on my board, but she was behind me, so I didn't see her. <laughs> seems like <laughs> seems like you'd have enough body awareness that you'd know that you would <laughs> sense that there was another, you know, 150 pounds on your board. But get off her back, Cameron. She obviously knows her stuff. Man, you guys are really on each other's side. <laughs> Thank you so much, but I didn't hear it. <laughs> Neither did I. But then Cameron did something so heroic as, as the uh, shark started to pull me underwater. He had, he had often talked about, you know, seeing sharks, you know, in past years when he'd been surfing. And uh, he, he didn't really have a, a fear of them. But then when he laid eyes on this thing that it had, it had me in its jaws, he said it just, it just really inspired him to action. And, and he reached out with his glue, his glue stick, and uh, he made a little smear on the shark with his glue stick. Yeah, and, you know, that doesn't come out if, you, uh, if it dries on you. And, yeah. uh, and, you know, the shark was like, oh, no. Like, it was really... He got it all over his jacket. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. He was wearing a jacket. I forgot. And so, you know, the shark, uh, he, uh, you know, I, what I, what I really, uh, I think the, the move that really got her, uh, got her free was I asked the shark if he wanted to pierce my sister's ears. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it just so happened that this particular shark had worked in a, in a jewelry boutique mm -hmm. and, um, and it also, this shark had an interest in vinyl uh, ca camels. <laughs> That's right. You know, you always hear that you're supposed to punch a shark in his nose, or what you also can do is tickle his oopsie machine. <laughs> yeah, and, and if you can reach a finger inside of his gra grandma's uh, hosiery department, oh boy. then uh, oh boy. You, you can really get a reaction. Yeah, yeah, I bet you can. I bet you can. <laughs> I feel like I had a reaction just imagining it for half a second, you know. But, you know, uh, I think the important thing was, you know, uh, Marley got out with her life. Uh, such as it is, I mean, that's this. So, I mean, how good can that be? But, well, but when I pulled my leg away, Cameron pulled me really hard away from the shark. But when I pulled my leg away, my foot was popped right off in the shark's mouth. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, it was actually kind of funny. Uh, <laughs> I never told you that, but I thought it looked hilarious. Uh, what? You know, it was, uh, it was just like, a, I don't know, it was just sort of a funny image, except it was really happening to the person I loved, and they were about to bleed out and die. So, yes, you know, you it know. was like sort of bittersweet. <laughs> yes, and, and it just, suddenly the, the water around me just turned bright red and, and, and I, I turned to the shark, and I could see that it was wa waiting uh, with its tail fin. It, it was, I, I, look, I, I looked it right in the ham, and I said, please, shark, let me go. Yeah, and it, uh, it, it said, uh, it, it actually answered, but in sort of CB talk, and so we didn't understand it, because we don't yes, know that. because I'm not a truck. And uh, it was yeah. really awkward, because I think it made the shark feel like, like we were making fun of his hobbies, you know? <laughs> well, we, the other thing that uh, I like to do on my way in, uh, you know, when I'm trying to swim quickly is I drive a car uh, instead of swim. 
Well, they call it a boat when you're in the water. <laughs> well, I, they can call it whatever they want. This is <laughs> this is my story, you know. I'm I'm. This is my life, man. Marley and Cameron had made it out of the ocean, but they weren't out of the woods. Marley was losing blood fast, and her house was clay claymation oriented. Yeah, you know, she has all these claymation dolls around her house. Uh, and they don't move on their own, by the way. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> well, I mean, you have to help by doing everything <laughs> in a slow, painstaking way. <laughs> you have to help by, by positioning it one millimeter <laughs> at a time. Yeah, over the course of 11 hours, you have to do 30 seconds of kind of... <laughs> Uh, questionable fun. I, I just, I want to tell everyone out there if I, if I can give a cautionary tale about uh, swimming in the ocean, always. As, as if, out. as if, by the way, uh, you being having your foot eaten off by a shark was not a cautionary enough tale. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I guess I just want to give a word of, uh, and uh, and by the way, this uh, this word of caution is brought to you by Beware Barn. Oh uh, yeah, be, yeah, yeah. Be, beware barn, uh, uh, home, uh, home of the home of the relaxed uh, s sexual vest salesman <laughs> that you definitely should yeah. be aware of. Yes, buy one get one free all week. But um, I want to tell everyone here: when you go in the ocean, the first thing you should do is weigh weigh yourself, because the ocean can only stand so much weight. <laughs> right, and what you want to weigh yourself when you get out, because if you've gained like fifteen hundred pounds, you may have a shark attached to you. Yeah, because and there's so much to eat out there in the ocean. There's so many, you know, lobster and fish and crabs. So you know, when you come in from the ocean, you should weigh yourself so you can moderate your weight. Of course, it's too late then, you know, because. <laughs> well, you. It, Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love that I'm checking the logic on the idiot logic. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, thanks a lot. You really, uh, thanks for the checks and balances there. Um, I want to I wanna tell everybody out there, you know, my husband, Kim, he, he's, he's my knight in shining armor. He saved my life that day. And uh, my life would never be the same if I didn't weigh a uh, while... You have wall-to-wall -wall carpet. <laughs> Boy, you know, I, I, I think what I learned most about, you know, this uh, terrifying ordeal is that I'm, I'm going to have my arm replaced with a pine tree. Um, <laughs> yeah, he got really jealous about my prosthetic. Yeah. I said, honey, this is actually harder to live my life with this. But he, he was really, you know, he's just... Sometimes he's just really envious, and so, you know, now we're in a competition. I'm going to get my cl uh, clothespin replaced <laughs> by a, flu a flume log. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think that'll be really festive for, uh, for the holidays that involve flumes. <laughs> Fourth of July, maybe, I don't know. And, uh, and I, I, was, uh, I was thinking about having my beehive replaced with a nail, nail gun. <laughs> yeah, and you know, if, uh, I think I can trump that though, because I've been talking to surgeons about um taking out my ro rhododendron and uh, putting in a newly minted casserole. <laughs> oh wow! 
you know, that'll probably look really gorgeous with your eyes. Uh, <laughs> with your eyes uh, made of lasagna. <laughs> yeah, well, it's really... Casserole always didn't bring out my eyes. <laughs> I've always said that about you. Since, <laughs> since the last day we were alive. And, you know, I was thinking about re um, uh, replacing my gun sights with um with with a with a checkerboard pattern of fillet of fish sandwiches <laughs> these two husband and wife would be able to continue their lives together but they would never forget the day that they came face to face with a monster of the deep thank you for visiting us terror at sea we hope you enjoyed Terror at Sea here at Beware Barn. And the last thing we'd like to say before we ga ga gave ourselves away. <laughs> I don't think I, I... I don't... I didn't want to gay right now while, while we're on the air. No, no. We gave ourselves to the Lord. Oh. I, I, what I was saying is what we'd like to do is just... Say one last thank you to our ble bleeding uh, ovaries. Nope. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> nope, nope. Now, that is definitely something to be, be to beware of. It's <laughs> sure. and, uh, and it is definitely something to edit the fuck out. So. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. And also, fruit cake. Uh, cases your your establishment to see if it can you know rob you. Yeah, just, just uh. check out see check out your defenses against fruit based crime. <laughs> and that's something to beware of. We'll see you next time on Terror at Sea. <laughs> <laughs>